welcome to Celeb Buzzed, Celeb Buzz's very own celebrity news podcast that brings you the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything else this week in Hollywood in the time that it takes you to finish a drink. I'm your host, Mia Lardier, and this week I'm talking with Scott Baumgartner. He is our movie buff, our resident movie buff, I should say. Um, so Scott, it's nice to talk with you. You too, Absolutely. Yeah, and so today we want to talk about, we're just about to dive into the week before Christmas, um, and it's the holiday season for everybody, so um, now is a great time for movies. Now is a terrific time for movies, absolutely. Yeah, and even just with all of the award shows that are coming up, there's a lot of buzz going on, and people are kind of, you know, frantic with other things and don't have a chance to figure out, oh my gosh, what am I going to see this this season? So we're here to break it down into a guide um, that will help you um, determine which movie is best for you to see this season. Um, so a lot of these awards are coming out now and we have all of these titles flowing around, but I want to start out with um, a lot of families go out to movies now, especially around the holiday season. It's a great time for families to get together and go see movies together while people are off from school. So let's talk about the what, what is your top movie pick for somebody who wants to go see a movie with their family? Gosh, um, I don't know. I have to think. I think I'd go with Sing. Yeah, Sing is a good one, I think. Um, Sing is uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, right, Matthew is um he plays a koala named Buster. <laughs> That's who, sweet. Who owns a failing theater, and so his his decision is to save his theater, is to put on a show, and it's like a singing competition, and um, he enlists kind of every like locals, um, or from around town that kind of have kind of their closeted singers, um, and the cast is just unbelievable. Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, um, Nick Offerman, Leslie Jones, Scott, uh, John C. Riley, um, and plus it's going to have some incredible music, you know. So um, it seems like kind of a crowd pleaser, lots of terrific music, um, you know. It's just all about the feels, you bet. Yeah, and I, you say that it's kind of like the voice meets Zootopia. I would say so. Yeah, you got all these wonderful animals, you know. Like Scarlett Johansson is, um, I think she's a porcupine. Uh, Seth MacFarlane is a mouse. Reese Witherspoon is a pig, and they've all kind of got their their, their voices and their own acts. They're going to prepare for this show, which is pretty cool and exciting. Um, and yeah, you know, so you got like a lot of terrific music, but you've also got a lot of, I would imagine, pretty lovable new uh, animal characters. Yeah, I think so. And I think that we've had a great year for animated movies as well. Yeah. Um, another one that I wanted to mention that's been out for a little bit um, is Moana. Um, which is a real box office favorite over the past few weeks. But I, you, we talked about this before, and you were saying that you think that the buzz might have to do with its lack of competition. It's got l- competition, but it just doesn't have that kind of universal, like, all ages can get in on this, you know? Like, um, and there's, uh, in terms of, like, all these big awards movies that are coming up, like Manchester by the Sea, um, Fences, things like that, although, although these are terrific movies i'm not sure everyone wants to see them on say like christmas day whereas moana i think probably is going to do the trick yeah moana is a great film um and another honorable mention of yours was um rogue one a star wars story which at the surface doesn't really seem like a family movie pick yeah no i think that like i would argue that why why i chose that as a family is because um there's a whole generation of parents out there that that grew up with the Star Wars movies and love them and they're kind of endeared to them. And so if, if you are one of those kind of like lifelong Star Wars fans, 
it wouldn't surprise me if you want to kind of induct your kids, friends, whoever into that world as well. And now that Disney's at the helm, um, you know, I feel like a lot of families, a lot of friends, people that aren't normally Star Wars or sci-fi people um, showed up for The Force Awakens last year and loved it. And um, I would say the same thing about Rogue One. I think it's going to do the trick as well. You know, it's um, it's about the kind of heist that takes place prior to um, Episode uh, Four, which is the original 1977 film. So basically, Felicity Jones plays kind of the leader of a group of rebels who kind of goes and steals this plan, the Death Star mm-hmm. plans, that leads to kind of um, Luke Skywalker and everyone's mission in the original movie. So. Uh, it's kind of tied into this mythology that everyone loves. It's a whole new cast of characters, but it's also, you know, if you, if you love this this world, you know, Darth Vader makes an appearance. You know, you got to love that, right? That's always the best thing. So Sing is out December 21st. Um, Moana is also already in theaters. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars Rogue One is out December 16th. Coming up. Um, yep. And now on, on tailing on the Star Wars, we have our action movie picks for people who just want to go see things that are really exciting. So the top one that you have is Assassin's Creed, um, which is out December 21st and features Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard. Um, and it's a big action film. I just watched the trailer yesterday and it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It swings for the fences. Yeah. You know, um, I really, I'm excited about this movie because um, this is the same director that Michael Fassbender worked with when he made his uh, Macbeth adaptation about two years ago so and the visuals in that movie are just stunning you know so basically the movie is about kind of based on the uh, the video game series about kind of a criminal who kind of was on death row and he gets a second chance basically by being snatched up by this corporation that sort of forces him this is kind of complicated forces him to kind of relive his ancestors memories and so what happens Mm. is he kind of revisits his ancestor who was an assassin during the spanish inquisition you know Setting all that aside, basically it's awesome, you know, fighters climbing on rooftops and fighting the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar are kind of these classic uh, villains, if you're familiar with them, in kind of the history of the world um, in terms of the Spanish Inquisition, the Crusades. So the assassins are kind of doing battle with the Knights Templar. And, um, yeah, you know, it's going to be dazzling effects, you know, uh, terrific actors. I mean, it's, you know, these are world-class actors, you know, taking on an action movie. Like, what, what more could you ask for? Um, so it should yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. And that one's out December 21st. Um, I just watched, as I was watching the trailer yesterday, I saw upon some research that it took the stuntman who did apparently something that's very big in the in the video game that they wanted to do in the film was the big uh, leaps of faith from the top, top of the right. building. And I saw the video of the stuntman doing the the actual <laughs> jump from 125 feet up. It, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So definitely watch that before you go see it because it's just equally impressive. Yeah, they, they, aim, to, uh, they aim to get you with the eye, eye-popping visuals, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then um, moving on, we have um, another kind of sci-fi narrative. But this category is for the unconventional date night pick. Um, something that, yes. you know, it's not right on the nose, very romantic, but you say that Passengers is a good one, which is, is out, also out December 21st and stars Jennifer right. Lawrence, Chris Pratt, and Michael Sheen. So tell me a little bit about this one. Um, so Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence play a pair of uh, Americans that basically climb aboard this ship 
that um, the idea is it's a spaceship that is going to take them to another planet, and they're among like something like fifteen hundred people, and the idea is they're going to be. It's kind of like a new chain and you know, starting over. So you know th- th- now we're inhabiting other planets. That's kind of speculative fiction, but these two people have kind of left Earth to start over, and. Where our story begins is they're all kind of – this is a long trip, so it's like a 120, 130-year trip, and they, they both wake up early in their pods. Like they're kind of um, – it's kind of like a simulated sleep, but they wake up. And so they're the only two people awake on this shuttle, and it's it's a question of what went wrong. You know, what are they going to do on isolate on the ship? And, um, you know, it's obviously bad leads to worse. Um, but, the, you know, I think that the that's the A story. The B story is is definitely a romance. And I would argue that this is the kind of movie that, although I, I have heard the story is really terrific, this is two of, like, um, the most beloved actors of 2016, never, you know, kind of really doing this together. And so um, from what I've heard, they've got insane chemistry. I mean, if you're looking for, like, a dazzling kind of romance that um, you don't need to ho- take a whole lot home with you, I feel like this is going to be a good cool. one. Cool. That's a very good pick. And I I think that Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt has some great chemistry, not just romantic chemistry, but just com- comedic chemistry together. Oh, absolutely. These these two are some of the most like talented, you know, albeit, you know, attractive uh, performers out there. I mean, who doesn't want to see them kind of play that cat and mouse romance yeah, game? That's cool. And then so for the more conventional date night pick, um, this one's a pretty obvious one. It's being picked up by all of the award shows, um, receiving a lot of accolade as La La Land featuring featuring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, um, which is out right. December 16th. Um, so for people who have seen the title La La Land all over now and have no idea what it's about, what's what's the story there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is this movie is the movie that I feel like you hear a little bit about. You're going to hear more about it. And in the days ahead, people will not stop talking about it. I guarantee you by February, La La Land will be on everyone's lips that care about movies. Um, it's a story of Sebastian and Mia. Sebastian is a pianist and Mia is an actress. They're both struggling performers in L.A., modern day L.A., and um, uh, basically, they're kind of it's it's a, a story of them kind of pursuing their dreams, but also falling in love. Um, it is an unabashed kind of throwback to like the musicals of like the heyday, the 40s and 50s. Um, it's also um, Damien Chazelle, uh, who's the director of I believe I'm saying that right, <laughs> the director of Whiplash's second uh, feature film. And um, he, he's a, a big fan of musicals, but also just music if Whiplash didn't convey that. So you've got two terrific actors who this is their, I believe, their third collaboration together. So obviously they've got some great on-screen chemistry um, kind of told in this sort of like unabashed love letter to Hollywood and Los Angeles and the entertainment industry. And um, I've heard nothing but but truly glowing reviews. It's the kind of thing that I feel like is at the moment kind of relegated to sort of insiders and like people that follow this closely. But as I feel like uh, we get into 2017, um, it'll just be the one you can't miss. Awesome. Can't wait to see that one. Um, and then, so moving on, if you if you don't have a date, which is fine. Some people don't have dates over the holidays. Um, you just want to go see something with your, with your friends. Yeah, something with your fr- your friends, your family, whoever's in town. This is the these are the movies that you think anybody can go to. Um, so we have first up is Office Christmas Party, um, which is with, uh, out. It's already out. Um, it was out December 9th um, with Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, T.J. Miller, and Kate McKinnon. Um, and this is one of your top crowd pleasing picks. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I the reviews I've read are kind of mixed, you know, but that cast is just insane. I mean, look at that. Like, 
um, that alone will get me in the door. You know, I, I think this is sort of the kind of if you're a fan of things like The Hangover and and um, these just kind of like ensemble romps, you know, they're just kind of ridiculous and over the top. Um, I mean, who doesn't kind of, you know, have at least one good memory from a ridiculous office party, you know, or, or something that just kind of went strange at, at an office party. Because or just it's just don't remember it at all. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it, it's sort of got that wonderful relatability. Um what it's about is basically a, a branch of a company is kind of on the chopping block in New York and TJ Miller, um, who's brothers with uh, Jennifer Aniston, who's kind of the head of this company, is trying to save his branch by kind of whining and dining one of their one of their um, what's the word I'm thinking of one of their uh, customers, one of their clients and then trying to kind of get the get the big deal. And in order to do that, they're kind of like, you know, kind of ushering them into their office office. Um, Christmas party, which basically means that they go full bore. You know, I mean, if the trailers don't communicate it, it's as over the top as anything you can ever see. But I mean, that's not going to get me in the door. What's going to get me in the door is that insane cast. You know, so if you want something that um, is kind of, I mean, I feel like every every year you need at least one movie that sort of just relishes um, the Christmas spirit, the holidays, um, just kind of all the ridiculousness that kind of comes with it. And I think this is the perfect pick for that. That sounds like a lot of fun, and I think um, even our office went to go see it. So it's 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 one that people can just have a nice laugh at together. Totally. Um, yeah, and then the other one is out actually on Christmas. Um, Why him? Which stars uh, Brian Cranston and James Franco. Um, so you said it's kind of similar to uh, to Meet the Parents. Right. You know, so Meet the Parents, you've got uh, Ben Stiller kind of trying to win over his, um, I believe it's future father-in-law Robert De Niro. Um, and obviously it's kind of like, you know, the, all the kind of cultural differences, but also Robert De Niro is kind of a stern ex-intelligence officer. Uh, whereas in this case, it's, you know, Brian Cranston is kind of your average dad, you know, but he's trying to understand why his daughter um, fell in love with this kind of uh, feeler, kind of new agey tech mogul who is James Franco, who's kind of an LA billionaire, really eccentric, really outlandish and vulgar and covered in tattoos. And so it's kind of going to mirror that. Um, you can kind of see where this is going, but I mean, um, I, I love all those actors. Zoe Dutch is the daughter. She's phenomenal, really bright future. So there's, there's nothing not to like here. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, so both of those, again, that one's out. Christmas, Office Christmas Party was out December 9th. Um, and then there's also the people who just really want to use the time during the holidays to go see things that make them cry. Um, right. You know, just like let it out all the rest of the stress of the year <laughs> or whatever what have you. Um, but these films don't just make you cry. They also make you think um, and are, speak a lot about our culture and our past. Um, so, the, and they're also receiving huge, um, huge uh, accolade uh, around the award show season. Um, first up, we have Fences, um, which is out on Christmas, um, which yes. stars uh, Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. Apparently, Denzel Washington's performance in this is is incredible, um, right. and it's an adaptation of August Wilson's play, um, and it also marks Washington's Denzel Washington's third film as a director. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, this is one of those that kind of um, has been been kind of in the works forever. You know, people are pretty excited about it. This is the kind of movie that is um, is all about performance. So it's based on a play. So it's all great dialogue, all performances. It's about um, 1950s Pittsburgh, a guy who used to be in the Negro League uh, 
uh, he was a ball player in the New York League, is now kind of a, a waste collector. He works, he's a trash man, basically, and that's Denzel Washington. And so you've got kind of um, a lot of, a lot of it's, it's, it sounds a little bit to me kind of like the themes of Raisin in the Sun. So you've got a lot of unfulfilled dreams, a lot of aspirations that did not see themselves to fruition. So there's a lot of that, a lot of mid-century kind of... Um, uh, stresses, you know, and I hear that Viola Davis is equally wonderful. So this is a tough movie. It's going to be probably um, not not for everyone, but it's certainly going to go over. I, I imagine that both Viola Davis and Denzel Washington will get plenty of love for for these kind of committed performances um, in the in the coming months, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the one that's also receiving equal praise is Jackie, which is already out December second. Um, and it stars Natalie Portman. Um, it was directed by Pablo Lorraine, who also uh, directed uh, Neruda mm-hmm. uh, about Pablo Neruda's life. Um, Apparently, you you saw Jackie, correct? Right. Yeah. Um, Jackie is is phenomenal. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I hope that. Um uh, I say fun. I, I saying that kind of in, a, in a, a, a ridiculous way. I say fun because it's, it's an incredibly um, invested effort. You know, um, I, I think that it's super interesting because um, Natalie Portman truly shows up. I mean, there's all kinds of um, there's all kinds of buzz about where, where, whether or not this will actually lead to awards because she already has an Oscar. You know, but I, I, I feel like she absolutely killed it. I mean, it's it's very very intimate, very dark. Um, it's very much about the week between uh, when John F. Kennedy is assassinated and his funeral, um, which was a big, big deal when it when it happened in mm-hmm. Washington. So uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty devastating thing. So this is the first lady who's going, you know, who witnessed the assassination of her husband and is now planning his funeral. So you can imagine what that's like, or not imagine it, but you know, kind of imagine how how heavy the kind of themes are going to be. It's an incredible score. Pablo Lorraine, um, really, I mean, this is, you know, about half this movie is just close-ups of Jack of uh, Natalie Portman's face. So if you don't think she's she's attractive or fun to watch, then this won't be the movie for you. But she kills it. I mean, she really does. It's 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 a devastating performance, definitely. And that definitely it sets up an interesting, you know, challenge, but also opportunity for Natalie as an actress. If she, there are a lot of close-ups to, you know, express that emotion. It's just it, just in her face. So I'm sure that. Right. It just shows her, you know, brilliance as an actress. So to see that would be incredible. Um, and just a question for you as someone who goes and sees movies often. Um, this is something that I've come across, you know, wanting to go see these films and everything. Um, a lot of the big name um, films, especially ones that were are from foreign... Actually, Jackie is kind of... Uh, the It's not made by an American director. Right. Um, a lot of these titles are not available readily in all movie theaters on the day that they're released um so about how long do those usually take to trickle out into the main main you know it's one of those things that is is crazy um manchester by the sea has been playing here in in la for gosh about a month i think don't don't hold me to that but um i believe it is headed to theaters in the coming weeks and so i mean it is it is a slow trickle sometimes and you know um I, I my heart goes out to people that really want to see one of these smaller movies and they got to drive 45 minutes to one theater in their town to see it, you know. So, um, you know, things like Manchester, Jackie, um, I absolutely, uh, I say, make the effort. You know, I think it's it's totally worthwhile. But it is it is one of those things that you can definitely tell which movies have the budget for marketing, you know, like a movie like Sing or Rogue One, which you're going to be inundated with billboards and commercials 
Um, whereas something like like Fences or Jackie just doesn't have that kind of budget. But at the same time, it's not aiming for the same audience. So if you really like to be disrupted, if you like a movie that's that's going to make you think, make you cry, really give you something to chew on um, afterwards, um, there is, I mean, you know, there's this is a great year for that. You know, Fences, Jackie. Um, and honestly, some of these, these big movies also, I feel like Rogue One, um, they've got some things to say. They've got plenty to talk about, definitely. Cool. Very cool. Well, thank you, Scott. Um, hopefully, I re- hope you have a great holiday, and I hope that all of our listeners have a great holiday um, and go see all these films. Absolutely, great- you too. Of course, it's a great year for movies. So thank you, and thank you guys for listening. Bye, Scott. Bye. Celeb Buzz is executive produced and edited by Mia Lardier with theme music and technical support from Adam Raimonda. Subscribe to our channel on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher to get new updates when episodes become available. And head over to CelebBuzz.com to get all of your Hollywood news on the reg.